Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You know how people always tell you don't go grocery shopping when you're hungry because you'll end up buying a lot of food that maybe you don't need or that you wouldn't even normally eat because everything looks good to you when you're hungry or you end up spending way more money than you typically would because you're buying more because your stomach's telling you that you're starving if you don't get all this food off the shelves. Actually, I said that to Jay a little while ago and he said, oh, I love shopping when I'm hungry when someone else is buying the groceries. Oh, that must be nice. Who else buys the groceries, Jay? It's been a while, but (laughs) I used to have a luxury where I was in, like, college where sometimes my mom would give me her card and I'd go to, like, BJ's or Costco or something and get, like, food for the month, and it was, like, my favorite. I would go so hungry and just, like, stock up on everything. Yeah, I don't have that anymore. That was nice, though. (laughs) It was nice while it lasted. It was nice. While mom gave me her credit card. (laughs) I miss those days. For me, as much as I don't love leaving work and going to the grocery store, I do it because there's hardly anybody there. It's me and about, I don't know, 50 shelf stockers, which is great. Although sometimes it creates a problem because what I want is still in boxes and not on the shelves. However, I was telling Jay the worst part for me of shopping when I'm hungry, because I'm always hungry in the final hour of the show. I don't know why talking burns more calories. Maybe it's the waving of my hands and I'm getting a workout. Jazz hands. And so for that reason, I'm burning calories. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to start the music, Jay. I knew you were going to. <laughs> yes, it's because I'm bouncing all around and waving jazz hands. And, and because we Italians talk with our hands anyway. Whatever the reason, I burn a ton of calories talking, and so I go to the grocery store after work once a week, and I'm starving and have to be so careful because my bill could be double. I take home a bunch of stuff I don't need. The worst temptation. Now, this is just me. It might be different for some of you. The worst temptation for me, the baked goods section. <gasps> the, bread, the, the fresh baked bread and donuts that have... A decadent aroma. That's beautiful. They call to me. It's like I'm force sensitive with the baked goods department. <laughs> They're calling to me. <laughs> so here I am anticipating it. About 90 minutes from now, I will be facing my worst temptation of the weekend. Do you ever cave? And get a donut? Yeah. 
Mm, only on National Donut Day. Is it National Donut Day? It definitely might be. Oh, let's figure out what day it is and when National Donut Day exists. What kind do they have? At Walmart? Yeah. I mean, I go to Super Walmart to do my grocery shopping. They have fresh donuts. Sometimes I've seen the Krispy Kreme there, but when is it? When's National Donut Day? Friday, June 7th. Oh, dang it. We missed it. Can we just add one to the calendar? Who will know? No one. It could, no one. Is what, another word? What day is it? Oh, oh, find out what day it is on the calendar. If it's a food day, then I'll, I'll imbibe. Well, that's beverage. I'll partake. Let's see. What national day is today? There's probably seven different national days designations. National day calendar. Who put this together, by the way, is always my question. Who wrote this? Is there some organization out there that just designated itself National Day Calendar? I get, right? I can just really just declare anything on any day. Sure. And this website isn't even good. I can't even get any answers here. Well, I I thought that, that I should have confidence in your Googling skills, but apparently not. All right. Moving on. The, hmm. whole, the whole point was... No, no, the moment is passed, Jay. The, the, it's passed. Oh, I got it, actually. Oh, great. It's a good after, one, though. After the moment is passed. One, so. Fine. It? Yes. It's National Noodle Day. Like ramen noodles? Exactly. Ew. No. You see there's a huge spike in instant noodles coming up? I saw that in our elevator. Apparently, like, there's this new, two new companies are coming to the United States and building these massive plants because there's, like, a shortage of, of instant noodles and they need more. Is that because we're all going back to the days when we were in college and that was the cheap way to survive? <laughs> Very possible. Yeah, the, the number of, cup of cups of ramen noodles that I consumed as a college student, that and just pasta with ragu sauce. As, <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't eat ragu pot. Oh, sorry. I, I wouldn't eat that type of cheaper pasta sauce now because it's all sugar. It's so sweet compared to actual authentic yeah, like Italian great. pasta sauce. Yeah. Like the jar I gave you for your birthday, oh, I don't know, two years ago yeah. that's still sitting in your closet like a paperweight. Where is my jar of pasta sauce? It looks good. It's there. Jay, I'm out of pasta sauce <laughs> and I can't even buy it at my store anymore. Can I have my jar back? They discontinued it? Yeah. They stopped selling it at my grocery store. Can I have... My jar I back. I don't know. That means I might have a commodity now. I hate you. You know that, <laughs> they, right? They can't buy it anymore. Then I got, I got goods. A, no, I'm not giving you TSA pre-check for Christmas like we've okay, discussed okay. until I get my jar of pasta sauce back. <laughs> you know that when I gave you my favorite jar of pasta sauce, it was not to be used as a decoration on a, a shelf in your closet, right? Did I not clarify that? I, I guess I missed that memo. I thought you were Italian. I am. <laughs> think something's wrong with this picture <laughs> i'll try it i have to yeah you've been saying that for two years it'll happen <laughs> when you're 51 and, hey. and we're not speaking anymore <laughs> 20 years you're done with me yes if my pasta sauce has not been used in 20 years i'm absolutely done with you done that's fair all right i'm gonna have someone steal it from let me I can recruit your mom to steal it out of your bedroom. I don't know if she'll then... step foot in my room anymore. <laughs> oh, no. I don't want to know. I do not want to know. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. When your new owner is tweeting about how you played with no intensity or fire, rut row, you better watch out. But before you knew it... 
The Commanders on their own field in front of their new ownership were already in a 17-0 hole. A man in motion, Mooney into the slot to the right. Snap is back. Fields, late pressure coming, but it doesn't reach. It throws downfield. He's got D.J. Moore over the shoulder. 20, 15, and out of bounds. D.J. Moore tracks down the deep ball on third and nine. They're going at the Redskins right out of the gate. What? And a big third down conversion. Third and long, and the Bears are setting up shop at the 20-yard line. They go empty spread. Three to the left, two to the right. Safeties are back. Corners tight. Snap back to Fields. Fields looking, now throwing. Got open man. DJ Moore. End zone. Touchdown. Touchdown Bears. Jeff Joniak on Bears Radio. I'm sure that he's not the only one who calls them the Redskins every now and then. Um, but he was so caught up in what DJ Moore was doing and watching the show DJ Moore was putting on, who even noticed? Moore and the Bears were in attack mode. From the very beginning, it was obvious which team came out as the more aggressive, which team came out more desperate for a win, which team came out fired up. And Magic Johnson making that point, the commanders did not. They were the opposite. And so Moore's working on a career night, Justin Fields firing away, which seemed eerily similar to the way that the Bears and Fields started out against the Broncos last week in Chicago. On this night, this Thursday night, this quick turnaround, they kicked off week number five. They were determined not to fall into that same trap. Moore hauls in his second touchdown early in the second quarter, and it's a 17-0 deficit. I can't even imagine what the halftime locker room was like for the commanders. Now, it would have been bad enough if they'd gone into halftime trailing 20-3 to because that was a deficit with about, I don't know, Two and a half minutes to go in the first half. That would have been bad enough. They would have got an ass-chewing, a boring ass-chewing. Sorry, if you missed it earlier, you just have to get the podcast. <laughs> I'm an idiot. If if that, that would have resulted in a bit of an ass-chewing anyway, and Ron Rivera would have had plenty of spicy words to use, but it, it got worse. Here's the snap. Howell stands in the pocket. Oh. Over the middle, breaking on the ball and intercepting it. Greg Strowman with the swipe. Right over the middle. A clouded pocket. He was throwing the ball over the middle to Curtis Samuel. And the Bears are going to get more opportunities to put points on the board right here, right now in Washington. First and goal for Chicago in the red zone for the fifth time tonight. Eight trips in the first four games. Herbert in the backfield. Fields, pump and throw. Touchdown, Cole Komet. A little hot sauce on that one from Fields. And the Bears are pouring it on in this first half. Oh, yeah. Before you could even get to halftime, Ron Rivera's commanders saw the deficit grow because Greg Stroman intercepts Sam Howell, the call there with Jeff Joniak, and then Ian Eagle with the touchdown that is immediately on the heels. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Felt like every time the commanders threatened to make inroads, and they did. And I have no doubt that at least initially in the third quarter, so coming out of the halftime locker room after the ass-chewing with a, a more motivated commander's team, that because they started out with a quick touchdown and then had a couple of other scores in that third quarter, the Bears were maybe feeling some deja vu. Or at the very least, a little anxiety over the fact that this felt... Very similar to the week before in Denver, where they coughed up a 21-point lead and lost on their own field. 
except the commanders took care of the Bears' business for them. All right, so they would grab some momentum and then a fumble by Logan Thomas. They scored again and then another moment that I guess could qualify as a turning point that really snuffed out any hopes they had. Very makeable field goal, 46 yards away for Joey Sly. (laughs) Just wrong. Trying to make this a one-score game. Sly sprays it off to the right, and it's no good. Washington comes up empty with 5-11 on the clock. I can't believe that. An enormous miss. I mean, there was already a few people leaving for the exits. Now, after that miss, a lot of them are leaving for the exit. That is a brutal miss by Joey Sly. Ross Tucker. We need to get Ross on the show. It's been a while. Yeah, we have to invite him back. I don't think we've had him since the last season. He likes to do the early morning as well because he gets up and does the workouts and yada, yada, yada. Anyway, about five minutes to go, and that was yet another mistake, another missed opportunity by the commanders. Not only were the fans departing in droves, but they had spent their time booing before that. Just a mess for the commanders. They've dropped three in a row, but that's nothing compared to what the Bears and their fans just endured. Nearly a calendar year in the making. 14 consecutive losses going back to October of last year. But that streak, their long national nightmare is finally over. And they played inspired. I really do appreciate that they came out with a lot of energy, a lot of just a a different mentality, but a lot of juice, right? On a a quick turnaround on a Thursday night, it can be tough. You kind of feel like you're tired. Maybe you still feel like you got hit by a truck. You haven't yet recovered from Sunday. And maybe that was part of what was going on with the Commanders. They played into overtime against the Eagles. It was a division win. I'm not a big believer in trap games, but maybe this was a trap game plus a short work week for the commanders on their own field thinking, all right, uh, and, and they end up with a letdown. But the Bears couldn't afford that. And so they get their first win, which means only the Panthers are still standing as a team that has not yet won. We did this question about six weeks ago, so a couple weeks before the season started. Which team will be the last to get a win in the NFL this year. And I would say the majority of you, it wasn't a vast majority, but the majority of you went with Arizona. Not a bad choice. Bunch of other ones for Denver. Trying to think who else I saw. I saw Patriots in there, um, but ultimately a Colts in there as well. Ultimately, though, it turns out to be the Panthers who are the last team that has yet to secure a win. It's after hours on CBS Sports Radio. 14 game skid now in the history books and in large part due to DJ Moore and the connection with Justin Fields, which has been developing relatively quickly. But a career night for him. Eight catches, 230 yards, and three touchdowns. Obviously, DJ Moore is going to be a big story. Uh, you saw in uh, his skill and talent level out there today. And, uh, you know, just an amazing player. And uh, Justin uh, does, did a really good job of feeding him today. I thought that was really, really nice. This morning, I was nervous, uh, out of this world nervous. So I guess that was uh, my body telling me that we was about to go off. So I look forward to having some more nervous days uh, before games. I'm pretty nervous before every game, but not like tonight. Uh, I guess because it was a, like a primetime game, you never want to mess up on a uh, big-time TV. So, I mean, that was the whole thing behind it. 
Yeah, you didn't mess up on big time TV, but my big time TV messed up. I kept getting the buffer. I know people complained about this last year with Amazon Prime for whatever reason. I don't know if it was because it was on my TV as opposed to my laptop. Maybe that would have been a little better. But yeah, it was the second half was bad. I'd see a play and then it would buffer. And then I'd see a play and then it would buffer. And it, it was yeah, it was it was disconcerting. I did not enjoy it. And and thankfully had to get ready for work and get in the car anyway. So I listened to Westwood One with Ian and Ross for a while. Happy for the Bears. You can imagine it was a huge relief. Justin Fields said the same thing when DJ Holden, that final touchdown. And for him, it's the second week in a row in which he's had four touchdown passes. So they really needed to close this one out. I feel good, you know. Um, it's a feeling you know, that you know, we we all had after the game. It's a feeling that you just never wanted to end. So, um, you know, just, just proud of the way, you know, all the guys came out and played tonight and, um, you know, O-line did, did the thing versus the dominant D-line. Um, they showed out. Um, really just, just everybody, you know, running backs did their thing. Uh, receivers, of course, did their thing too. So just proud of everybody. We want to get to our break, but coming up at the back half of the hour, so following the update, we'll check in with our friend David Haw from AM670, the score in Chicago, getting set for his morning show. He's agreed to join us before he does his own local show. We'll get his reaction to the Bears doubling up the commanders, but here's something that jumped out at me. The chunk plays. You saw them. We saw them with DJ Moore, but I didn't realize this till I read it after the fact. Four longest plays of the season for the Bears in this game. 58 yards, 39 yards, 56 yards, all of those with DJ, and then a 34-yard run by Khalil Herbert. Three of them were in the first quarter. The commanders were obviously not ready to go, not ready for what they saw with the Bears. Some of it is just missed opportunities. Sometimes it's not about going after the ball as much as it's securing the tackle. I mean, these are all things that we're going to look at and talk about, and we have a little time to do that now. So Ron Rivera, a little off mic there, but talking about the explosive plays on defense, just mistakes or letdowns, and they can't happen because in the NFL, a team will burn you, even if it's a crappy team. Terry McLaurin, he was pretty fired up following the game and and expressed his displeasure with how they're playing and how disappointing it is. And someone asked him whether or not he was shocked about the fact that the the Bears were the team that just beat them so soundly. When you don't get off to a fast start and a team that's hungry like that, um, fighting for every play, every yard, and they're capitalizing, that's what could happen. Um, Record didn't really matter. I believe that going into the weekend. You don't come to play, that's what's going to happen to you. That's as bad as it gets, honestly. The last two times uh, we've been at home, it hasn't been good. So uh, a lot of people, myself included, we all got to get better. Scary Terry. Speaking his mind, a little bit like Devontae Adams did after the Raiders' last loss, remember? Um, here's here's what I'm thinking, though. With the new ownership, everything's up for evaluation. They weren't going to make a coaching change right before training camp or preseason. They couldn't change the roster. It's too late for that. But you can imagine everything is under a microscope and everything's being scrutinized by an ownership group that wants to win. Josh Harris, Sixers, Devils. Magic Johnson, he's used to winning at pretty much everything he does, not just from his days in the NBA as a Hall of Famer, but from his days as a businessman. He's he's not going to stand for that either. So I, I'm sure they're they're feeling it, or if they aren't, they will soon. There's a lot of pressure there on these commanders. 
All right, on Twitter, A Law Radio, After Hours CBS, you can take our poll for After Hours Game O the Week. It's another London is Falling weekend. Uh, and then on our Facebook page, too, our YouTube channel, lots of you. Uh, Finding us there as well with some of our latest videos. Coming up, we're going to do a quick, we're going to go quick, a bit of a week five preview. We did defense first last hour, and we'll get some QBs uh, to to spew. Nah, they don't spew. Only Aaron Rodgers spews. They'll speak their mind, though. And then we'll talk bears with David Haw on the back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Half of the hour. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Hurry back to throw. And it is. Is it tossed? Oh, my goodness, it's tossed. Back from under center, steps back, throws the fade. Cooper Cup's got it! Touchdown, L.A. Burrow back to throw, looking, firing deep for Chase in the end zone. He's got it! Touchdown! Joe Burrow and the Bengals! Mahomes fires for the end zone, caught! Touchdown, Kansas City! And off to Eckler again, no, Herbert keeps it, end zone, touchdown! Herbert with his second of the day. Here's the snap. Josh going to keep it himself and run it again inside the five. Into the end zone. Touchdown, Buffalo. Josh Allen, nine-yard touchdown run. The Bills respond and then some. It's time for QB News on After Hours. 
We got to speed through this. A week five preview through the eyes of the quarterbacks. And Cowboys 49ers, two quarterbacks coming at it from completely different angles. And yet here they clash in what right now is the runaway game of the week. It's after hours on CBS Sports Radio. Dak Prescott is done answering questions about losing to the Niners in the playoffs last year. We're so far past that, to be honest with you, but that's obvious. I mean, you just want to piss me off going into this week, and I appreciate that. I do, actually. I do. Um, yeah, appreciate that. Appreciate that. Lost drive, you guys. I mean, every every day, uh, every day, every day, Todd, every day. Did he almost drop an f bomb? I think he did. Uh, Kyle Shanahan probably won't swear at the media, though he definitely wants to. Whenever he's asked about his quarterbacks, he can't stand it. And uh, right now, he's ticked off about the fact that people might classify Brock Purdy as a system QB. I mean, that's pretty ridiculous. They just got to watch the tape. I mean, he plays at a high level every time he's been out there. Um, and he's done it in a lot of different situations um, versus a lot of different defenses. Um, on the road, at home, in playoff games, when injured. Uh, he, he does, you can't do all that stuff. He's, he's been out there too long. He's, it's on tape. We've talked a lot about streaks of utility ending this week. The Twins, uh, obviously the Bears last night. But Brock Purdy, it's the opposite. The Niners have not yet lost in the regular season when he started. The only game they've lost was the NFC Championship when he got hurt. So we'll see if the Cowboys can interrupt that. That is one choice for game of the week. So is the Eagles at the Rams in week number five. And Jalen Hurts trying not to run as much this year. I just think that it hasn't um, <clears throat> it hasn't been much of an opportunity to do so. You know, I think um, other than scrambles and kind of some of those busted plays out of the pocket, um, haven't been really uh, many design runs there. The Eagles have not yet I don't think they've gotten close to playing their best football this year. We've seen flashes, but not the way that they were dominating last season. So maybe this is the week. I believe that they can still run the ball and stop the run, and that is a tried and true formula. The Miami Dolphins are trying to get back on track after they were sufficiently derailed in Buffalo. So now both the Bills and the Dolphins are three and one. And two is clearly more comfortable with Mike McDaniel. And it's not just on the field. What about the leadership aspect? I definitely have become more vocal. I think when I came into the league during COVID, uh, it was a little hard for me to, to find myself leading the way I wanted to lead because of the hierarchy with, with how I was told I, was, I should have led. It just wasn't the way I felt comfortable with. And so I, I didn't lead that in that sense. I continued to lead the way I felt was necessary in being the, the true character uh, to myself. And so, you know, being, ha- having Mike um, and the new coaching staff come in uh, has definitely helped allow me to be myself. Ryan Flores, wonder if he got wind of those comments from Tua Tagovailoa, and he didn't directly call out the coaching staff, only that they didn't give him the freedom to be himself, which I think we've all had bosses who we kind of felt like weren't allowing us to be who we really were. So that's interesting comments. You can tell that McDaniel and Tua have a great relationship already. Remember, Mike was on the plane on his way to Miami, and he was FaceTiming Tua, telling him it was the best day of his life. Maybe he was right. Credence to that. (laughs) Maybe he was prophetic. 
Oh, let's see. Mac Jones in the AFC East got benched last week in that abysmal performance versus Dallas. Worst loss of Bill Belichick's career, but he will be starting this week. Confidence is something that comes from years of practice, and um, it's it grows over time. And I think that's what I have to look back on is you know, I've played well at times, and I just got to be more consistent. So I know it's there. Um, like I said, just focus on my job, play by play, take the emotion out of it, and um, go out there and, and try and distribute the ball to the right people. He's a tough guy. Um, he's a tough, tough guy. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we all got to be better. I think we were all looking ourselves in the mirror uh, this past weekend. And, you know, it's not just one individual, but we all need to be better. Um, so I think I tried to address that as much as I could to be better for this team. And I know every man in that, in that room was, you know, doing the same. It's really interesting the coaches that are already on the spot, or I'm sorry, on the hot seat and, and under massive scrutiny to start this year. Bill Belichick, definitely one of them. Mike Tomlin, one of them, two of the longest tenured coaches in football. Um, we've talked about Ron Rivera a little bit. Matt Eberflus, he was feeling it in Chicago. Yeah, it is, uh, it's a precarious position as an NFL head coach, no matter what you've done in the past. We don't have time for that. John Harbaugh's another one of those long-tenured coaches, and his Baltimore Ravens, despite having a revolving door of starters out because of injuries, they are on top of the AFC North. Ravens at Steelers. This is my vote for after hours game of the week. And Lamar with two touchdowns to Mark Andrews last week. Could that be a weapon versus Pittsburgh? I love him. Mark locked in. Um, and he gets on other guys, you know, um, yeah, just stay locked in, um, even myself included, you know, not not him getting on me staying locked in because I'm locked in, but um, just him getting on other guys, just keep, keeping them focused, you know, because it's in the game and play. You know, we we trying to score on our offense. We just trying to draw the ball down the field and put points on the board. So us staying focused, it helps us out a lot. Are you expecting an ugly game between Ravens Steelers? It can get gritty, and no, not that gritty. The other gritty. Kenny Pickett doesn't care. All he's looking for is the dub. We can get in the growth and the progress stuff. Right now, we're two and two. We're trying to get our third win here. That's that's what I'm focused on. All right, short and sweet. Uh, Anthony Richardson, as the Colts QB, could have Jonathan Taylor in his backfield in week number five. He is practicing again. I know he's a great player. You know, I know I can do uh, some things pretty well. So uh, uh, just trying to combine those two things. I can only imagine what it's like, but we won't, uh, we won't see until it actually happens. So, you know, we'll see, and I'm excited. At this point, I have no idea whether or not he'll be out there on the field, but he is practicing, and the team has three weeks to make him active or not. Hey, is Zach Wilson the flavor of the week? I don't know. The Jets could put together a win. They could come up with a win in Denver. That whole Nathaniel Hackett thing is dumb. Focus on Zach Wilson. He sounds mature to me, and he really does want to get off to a fast start in the Mile High City. We need to come out fast. They're easing into what we're doing on offense, so we need to be able to come out right from the beginning and, go, go, you know, go, screw go. screw the third downs. Let's get some oh, first downs on first down. Screw and the second third down. down. You know, let's let's start fast and get some big plays from the beginning. Doesn't he sound liberated? He sounds free now. All of a sudden, he's not the, the butt of everyone's jokes, and he sounds large and in charge. I'm rooting for Zach Wilson. I'm telling you, everyone's on the Zach Wilson bandwagon now. Uh, Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills in London. What is Josh's, what, what is his assessment of the other Josh Allen? The one who had, what was it, three sacks last week for the Jags? Um, scares me. 
Nice. Josh, meet Josh. And finally, Josh, to get us ready for this early morning battle across the pond, what's your favorite phrase from Great Britain? Mind the gap. (laughs) That's Jay's favorite. Mind the gap. Now, it could be a football phrase, but it's actually referring to the tube. Mind the gap. Mind the gap. Jay, you've heard it over and over again. Mind the gap. Mind the gap. It sticks in your craw. It sticks yeah. in your brain. If you go to London, it's you can't leave the city or like if you take the underground without saying that. It's just it just happens. Mind yeah. the gap. I've been to Ireland, Scotland, Isle of Man, not to England. At some point, I'll get there. So I have not experienced mind the gap. Mind the gap. But Josh Allen is teaching us a brand new phrase. All right, coming up, we're going to head to the Windy City. Chicago ends what was the NFL's longest active losing skid. 14 games, bites the dust. What a performance for the defense in honor of Dick But We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Guess who passed away on Thursday evening? You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Tight end right side of the line, Mercedes Lewis. And Tanner Scott out to the right, snap field, stares down the left side. Pass is caught by Moore. Down the sidelines, and nothing but green grass. He is gone, baby. Touchdown, DJ Moore on third and two. And that puts the icing on the cake. The offense operated good at the end. You know, to close out games, you're going to have to make, have to make plays uh, to finish the game, and that's the big, big thing we needed. You know, and we built some momentum last week. You know, this is a whole new group that we have. You know, a lot of rookies. You know, we got a lot of free agents that are coming together. And we felt the momentum building uh, last week. And uh, we just needed to finish better. And the guys pulled together last week and, and did a nice job of finishing this game. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Matt Eberflus. On the fact that they actually were able to close out the Commanders and their 14-game losing skid. 
unlike what happened against Denver in week four. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Jeff Joniak with the call of DJ Moore's third touchdown. A career night for him. Justin Fields, another four touchdowns, an inspired defensive performance. Can the Bears do this every week? We're pleased to welcome David Haw, who's the co-host of Mully and Haw, on our Chicago affiliate, AM670. The score starts relatively soon. They'll have DJ Moore on their show this morning. But before we get to football, David, uh, I noticed that you released a podcast late last night reacting to the game. So how much sleep did you get? Not much, Amy. Good morning. Yeah, (laughs) it's a short night in Chicago, but uh, look, after the beginning of this season for the Bears, where all the days have been long, I think we all will take it in town when we change the subject. And today, we're not talking about a firing. We're not talking about dysfunction. We're not talking about where's Chase Claypool. Finally, for the first time in 346 days, we're talking about a Bears victory. Did you think it was possible that, I don't know, come post-week five, we could be talking about a firing? I think that it seemed far-fetched to me, or at least a little bit uh, premature. Although, you know this business, you can't rule out any possibility in the, in the NFL. And so when some really respected plugged-in national reporters, guys of the ilk of Peter King, give it voice about the possibility, you have to pay attention to it. So you do your, you do your due diligence and, and you, you wonder what will happen next. Kevin Mm -hmm. Warren, the new team president uh, from the Bears, we haven't really heard from him through this chaotic first month. But uh, So you were ready. I mean, we were prepared, and I think the city was braced for change, and the fan base is very frustrated and fed up. But last night, uh, night at least there was a reprieve because the sense of relief after that one is palpable. Yeah, the Bears said that inside the locker room, that they felt the same way. You're celebrating, but you're also so relieved that it's over. Uh, So, David, what signs did you see that the Bears might have actually turned a corner? I think offensively you're seeing a little bit more command from Justin Fields. He had the big bars against the Broncos that were only uh, probably compromised uh, or taken into consideration because he had two late turnovers. So you saw growth against the Broncos. The confidence continued uh, on Thursday night in, in Washington, D.C., because Luke Getzey, the play caller, continued to move the pocket, continued to do things that played to Justin Fields' strength. So it all starts with number one. And when he starts to get into a rhythm and the connection with D.J. Moore and that chemistry is real, then I think those are the things that you cling to. Uh, I really didn't expect them to play as – well defensively last night as they did with the takeaways because they're compromised in the secondary. So I think that it's two things. One, the passing game and Justin Fields got going. And secondly, they had some people step up on defense that you just could not have expected. David Haw is with us from AM670, The Score. They'll have DJ Moore on their morning show coming up just over three hours from now. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, David, we a couple of weeks ago were reacting here to what Justin had said about it was coaching, that he felt like limited him and didn't allow him to be as free or as instinctive as he wanted to be on the field. Have you seen that change in the last couple of weeks? Yes. That seems like there's about three or four controversies ago, but yes, <laughs> I think when you see what um, what Luke Getty did in response to that, and, and maybe it was just coincidental, I don't think so, but they began moving the pocket and taking advantage of his mobility because what Justin Fields was screaming for in that, in that cry for help 
was let me play less robotic. Let me make take advantage of the skill set that is unique. So, you know, and you've seen it a hundred times with quarterbacks. You move the pocket, all of a sudden they are reacting more and thinking less. He's not a true pocket passer, but what happens is he needs to build confidence. So moving the pocket and doing the things against the Broncos allowed him to have 335 yards uh, in the air. And then last night, I think the wrinkle that, that Luke Getty included was there are, there are probably, you know, seven to nine designed runs, and that takes advantage of his ability to be the Bears' best running back. And I think when you combine both of those things, he does play freer. He's got a little bit more of a swagger. And when Justin Fields has confidence, he's a dangerous quarterback. What happened with Chase Claypool, David? I think Chase Claypool uh, squandered his opportunity in Chicago to to take advantage of a situation that, that really, when he came here, the Bears gave up a lot to get him, the, essentially a de facto first-round draft pick. And, the, and all, all the while, people wondered, if Mike Tomlin is giving up on this player, what's wrong with him? And he had a chance to prove people wrong, and they gave him every opportunity. What he did was he just wasn't mature enough to handle the challenge. And so he would be, again, reportedly uh, not a great uh, teammate in terms of uh, meeting time, being on, being on time, and then he wasn't a willing blocker. All the little things that contribute to um, being a good teammate and all the little things that, that kind of spell out what it takes to be a professional – Chase Claypool was very poor at those things. And then when he, when he said something publicly about his usage, the Bears basically said enough was enough. And I, I'd be very surprised if he ever stepped foot in that locker room again. Mm. Well, we heard uh, Ryan say that he wishes him well moving forward. So it did sound like it was a goodbye yeah. of sorts. He, he, he wasn't wishing him well to go have dinner or, or get the mail or where whatever. Yeah, he's wishing him well in his next stop. So I, I agree with you. I mm. think his days are done in Chicago. Well, and DJ Moore, with a breakout game, uh, that clearly makes him the number one receiver, and, and that connection between he and Justin Fields could go a long way. So, David, uh, let's talk about the defensive side of the ball. They did not have much of a pass rush that showed up at all before last night where they have five sacks of Sam Howell. They have the takeaways, as you mentioned. They find out just before the game about the passing of Dick Butkus. What did he mean to the Chicago Bears? Well, I, I think when you talk about Dick Butkus, it's not just the Chicago Bears, but especially the Chicago Bears, what he meant to the National Football League. I mean, he was the epitome of toughness. He was the ultimate monster of the midway, the guy uh, by whom the others were measured at that position. And it's an epic position in Chicago from Butkus to Big uh, Singletary to Brian Urlacher. We're sure. talking about Hall of Fame caliber players here. Dick Butkus was the one who defined toughness and he changed the game and he changed the position so it was a very emotional night for people associated with the bears because hours before kickoff the news broke and the team confirmed it and then they went out and they played in a way that would have made made him proud because they brought the passion they displayed the urgency and they played the kind of desperation that he took to the field each and every time so it's very difficult to kind of summarize just what he meant to the Bears organization, but it's, it's the easiest way to say it is he meant everything because mm. he was the type of player that everybody who steps foot in Hallis Hall wants to be. Just about 30 seconds or so, David. Is there anyone on the defense for the Chicago Bears that can carry on that tradition or at least has potential? 
Well, I think Tremaine Edmonds is the most logical answer in terms of just being a guy who has the, who plays the position, has the athleticism, and is a, has the leadership qualities. Jaquan Brisker in the secondary, you know, these are the guys that do have traits, but there's only one Dick Butkus, and mm-hmm. the Bears don't have any, have any future Hall of Famers on their defense. But last night was a good night. They stepped forward and they played in a way that um, they did less. They did more with less, and I think that uh, they changed the subject, and we're at, that's welcome in town. Yeah, it's got to be a relief for radio hosts, too, to be talking about a win and not a loss for the first time in a year. So you can find David on Twitter at David Haw, H-A-U-G-H, for AM670 The Score. They'll have DJ Moore on their show this morning, Mully and Ha. Good to catch up with you. You're welcome anytime. Thanks so much. Thanks, Amy. Have a great day. The Bears losing skid bites the dust, and I do believe the inspired performance on defense is one that Dick Butkus would be proud of. But, yeah, they need that toughness. It's interesting that he mentioned some of the other Bears who'd kind of carried on that tradition, and it used to be such a formidable position for the Bears. I mean, remember when Khalil Mack was a part of that Bears defense and this was one of the best units in all of football? There were people that a couple years ago even dared to compare that Bears defense to the one from 1985 uh, that won the Super Bowl. So the Bears are missing pieces. Maybe there's more of a personality now. They've gotten that that losing skid in the rearview mirror, and can they develop an identity? Can they have a, a leader in Justin Fields who kind of takes that mantle and, and makes the Bears his own, and, and not just because he's their quarterback, but because he believes in what they're doing and, and wants to be a part of it. Uh, love our friends at AM670 The Score. Good to connect with David. Uh, on Twitter, A Law Radio, love for you to vote in the After Hours Game of the Week poll because it's not just about the Cowboys and Niners. Come on, are you guys so. It's just so trendy. <laughs> Taylor Swift is not going to be there. I'm sure the ratings are going to drop. <laughs> Actually, th- this will be one of the highest rated TV shows of the year. Uh, No doubt. So we'll talk with you Sunday night. Enjoy your weekend. Don't be a couch potato the whole time. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Boom! Mind the gap. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of 
four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 